Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. How I got through the winter was January was our Beverly Hills weekend, SAG. Then in February, Casey and I would go somewhere, be home month of March, and then get out of town in April. Because yeah. uh, it, March wore me out and April is endless like March. In that That's way. how I think everyone's feeling and, right now. And yeah. we did that for like about six or seven it's a good years. Plan. You, you know yeah. um how I'm a, like I'm a I'm a planner. She's a planner. And um yeah that's kind of how I dealt with winter. Well that that's a good plan and then this And then the COVID thing happened and interrupted everything and the flow never got back and then the next thing you know uh, I go to Hawaii for a month and that turns out to be kind of stressful and I got windburned eyes and it was too long <laughs> to be gone. I found out things, but also, you know, I mean, it's it's just, I really do feel like we've all been coming out of just this long, exhausting, I don't even know if we know all the ways it's impacted us. I think really the big one, and Holly, you might, you know, because I I got a ton of texts in the last few days. Um, Can the sun just please? Yeah. It's been tough. It has. And you try to like, okay, wake up, positive patty here, you know, yeah. let do to do to do, but it it just does wear on you because I feel like we get so much from the sun. Well, we usually get more sun. This has felt like a Seattle. First, we had bitter, bitter cold so much of January and February, but we haven't. We usually have more sun. We this do. feels Seattle like to it's- me. And we don't live there for and a reason. We, live there, we don't live there for <laughs> a reason. We don't live there for a reason. Because I always say to my mom, I go, well, it might be winter and it might be cold, but the sky is blue and the always, sun is out. Always, Lori. And it does make a difference in your moods. Spirit. Yeah. It does, because it's like you wake up sure. and it's gray again. Oh, yeah. this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my friend even projected out to next week. And I'm like, ah, stop. Yeah. It's a little Groundhog Day-ish. Right. It, it really... But then on the plus side of Seattle, you know, there's spring flower Trees have already bloomed and are falling off. I mean, they, they get spring right. a good six weeks ahead of us. Yeah. So... It's, it's just been, uh, it's you been know, a run. Yeah, we're it's, all in it together. We're all in it together. <laughs> yeah. It's, and, it's been a run. And That's I, why we're interested in watching golf now. It's green. Yeah. That well. picture is so pretty on the TV, those green golf courses. Julia, I got to tell you, people <laughs> said very nice things to, to me about the lady exercise videos that I was posting for the reason that it was cheering people up. It was sunny. Because it was sunny, it was sandy, maybe there were cute lifeguards in it. The maybe I was saying the, the ocean. Back. It was Lori. kind of and and uh, I was just like, oh my gosh, making people's days. Well you know, with sunshine. Yeah, with the sunshine and all of that. And so I'm just like, good grief. 
this has been a run. Yeah. This really. Because I don't feel that cause way. Because I know. Because I'm like. Because you're like, Julia, it's always like this. And I'm like, but you don't understand. No, no. It really is like I, this. No, I looked at my day timer and I'm like, wow, Casey, our little vacation schedule. We've been, because I am a planner in advance, Holly. Yes. Because I, I see the calendar. Yeah, I am. And I, really, I our little L.A. trip. You know, oh. for the SAG Awards and broadcasting out there, so such a treat, you know, then, you know, miss that. We've missed that two years in a row, one year of the fair, people dying. I mean, just it's just been such a... And a, we're blessed th- that we even have these opportunities, of course. Of course. But I know yeah. people are going back to work. I feel like everybody, there's a little bit of um, just... What's next? Exhaustion. Mm-hmm. And so really, I, I hope it's going to motivate people just to be kinder to people and you know not be so judgy about everything oh you know mm. i'll give you a funny account please. to follow on twitter please uh the tsa account about everything the official, that they find people going through the airport with the tsa insta is hilarious and helpful at the same time so if you are because i mean let's face it i mean the the national parks is a good one to follow. They have some. They do some funny stuff. There's there's other ones, but the TSA is a federal agency, and so they're not really known for being funny. Every once in a while, there there will be a federal agency that will do something funny. But the TSA they have found humor because they have to warn people about packing guns and knives and dynamite and all kinds of things, and they have managed to do it. In a very, like, here's one about a blade. Someone had packed a, a saw blade in their carry-on. Okay, hysterical. Okay. So they took a I'm picture. I'm looking at their account. These are funny. Your heart may go on, but your saw won't. It's, it's not a smooth decision to try and bring through our security checkpoints. Want to be a cut above the rest? Remember this, and you'll be the sharpest one in the shed. Tool blades, like other sharp objects, need to be properly wrapped this helps our officers not stab themselves and placed in your checked bag. It's just kind of the way they're like, you know, schooling you. And so this social, they have a social media team, but the woman, uh, uh, oh, there's a Q&A in the New York Times with the woman who's in charge of it, Janice Burl, B-U-R-L. She's a um, black woman, if that makes a difference, but she's the head of it, and that was her idea to do a combination of serious and funny, helpful well, things. Well, this is one that they found our sharp IF officers made this very edgy discovery. Wait for it. A baby carrier. You should know that knife. So there's a baby carrier, but on the very side of the baby carrier, there's a butcher's knife in there. No. And it said you should know that knives of any kind can never go in a carry-on. But if you simply must travel with your butcher knife, check it instead. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is kind of funny, Lori. But then there's helpful stuff. Yeah. Anyway, it's just a good follow. It was a great interview with the, the New York Times, and it was a deliberate. Um, this woman really wanted to do it, to take it seriously, but she also wanted to be like like Wendy's is, or, you know, kind of like engage and get there because she knows Janice Burl knows that the future is everybody is going to their phone to find out what's going on at the airport yeah. before they get there mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, and what is the rules now for this? And so anyway, I, I thought it's it's a it's a pretty good Insta follow. And they're also on Facebook. TSA. Yeah.
That's really funny. for 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 um, you know all the older folks like my mom and my dad that love Facebook. I, yeah, right. I really I don't know any. I don't know. Any, I mean, it does seem to be the seventy, people, eighty, ninety people year olds still like it though. I mean, I. You know, you do. You do you post? remember your password? Yeah, do you, I, I have like four accounts. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm and just I just like looking at you, and I'm not saying a thing. You're I, wishing I would interrupt you. No, I, I'm like you I never go on Facebook. I never do, and I have so many different accounts I started that I never go to, but I I get the notifications. No, it is I a like great it. way it tells for me grand, when people's birthdays. Are. Yes, and it's a great way for um, people, you know, relatives to stay like the pictures. Yes. That's I think my main thing. And my mom loves posting a flower. Flowers are lovely she right now. She loves to post bouquets of flowers. I think and they would puppies. make you happy. They flowers do. and puppies. All right. All right we've got, yeah. we've okay. got random randoms when we come back. Back to the Lori and Julia show. The story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Hey, everybody. All right, here is what's going on today. So we're talking about, you know, how sunny and pretty it is out. Um, Look at puppies. That's what Facebook is good for, Lori. Pictures of French bulldogs. You used to follow that site. I love little bully dogs. Okay, so it's National Beer Day today. And why this day even started was because April 7th, they just picked this date, 1933, when a law took effect that it was... Uh, people could drink beer and distribute beer and make beer again after prohibition. Yeah. They just decided to celebrate it. And it is still remains the number one thing people order in bars. Yeah. What's your most controversial beer order? Controversial? Controversial. Oh, yeah. Um, a bloody beer. You know, the Bloody Mary beers? People will question that. I, I don't like how that looks when people right. order that one. Bugs me. Yeah. I know people who order the olive, the martini beers, and the that beer-tini. looks good. Oh, the I beer- love that. That's, we have those at bowling. I think those look good. But but many people give a side eye. To that? I like the that one. But that one's the got beer with salt two and beers. Yeah, it's so good. But that mm-hmm. makes sense. It does. My, my I think favorite. it's because my one friend always pours it on ice. Oh. Well, and then you see the olives lingering on ice and the foam. That would be a funny look. <laughs> a funny look. It's like, why, why are you watering no. down your beer? That'd be a funny look. Yeah. And then uh, my friend ordered last night a beer with a shot of Fireball on the rocks in a tall glass. That sounds like someone who wants to feel it burning going down and then cool it, it off. Very refreshing. I, I like it. I I. I Anyway, that's no why judgment I asked, on the beer. That's no. why my I asked, favorite. What's your most controversial beer order? My favorite beer order mm-hmm. is a Bloody Mary with a snit. Yeah, a beer back. Yeah, I love drinking beer in that way. Right, but it's only a Midwest thing. They don't do it. You have to ask in California. You got to ask so in a lot of places. Cute. And then a lot of times they charge you. They do for a beer. Well, okay, we'll just have I one bottle of beer. I kind of am liking beer again, though. I love beer. I know oh, you, Ollie. Do you have but, a controversial beer order? Do you like beer? I do like beer. I don't really like IPAs because yeah. they all taste like grapefruit rinds to me. I hate IPAs. It, yeah, the Miller like is a summer shanty an IPA? No, no, it's like the opposite. Because I love IPA. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we're in a great beer town. We are. Oh, we are. We are. Yes, and even the Hairy Dog, the non-alcoholic beer, which is different than any non-alcoholic beer. It, my friends were drinking it like 
it tastes like beer. It does. It tastes taste, like a beer. It does taste. I love like, that. Yeah, it is a yeah. It is a good a one. Good, a good beer for no um, alcohol, but right. tastes like you're having a Miller Lite. Uh, it it does. Or whatever kind whatever of beer can. you like. Okay, so what do you guys think is the second most common order at a bar? Beer uh, is number one. W- wine, or or vodka something. When you go to bars, margaritas are next. Oh, margaritas. Bartenders hate making that. And then wine. Mm -hmm. And then a Cosmo Mm -hmm. and gin and tonic. Cosmo's still up there. Oh, my God. They're kind of coming back. They're prepackaged. Tony, if you're listening, the reason I haven't gotten back to you about bartending at Palmer's is because, quite frankly, it terrifies me. Well, you could be on beer only. Oh. I don't know. Just, I I mean, I've never, I'm just saying, request that, like. Lori, are you holding out with me? (laughs) You've got a request to do a guest Bartending. I would do it with you in a heartbeat. Oh, I was a bartender. Oh, gosh. You guys well, would be the perfect tag team. But not these newfangled drinks. I mean, back in the yeah, day. And I feel that. like at Palmer's, you're not probably making a lot of Cosmos. or. But I could see people want a margarita. That's an easy drink to make. Yeah. Yes. It Doesn't is. it involve a machine or a blender? Yes, but that's not hard. See but, right there. Electrical some... cords and water and bartending. I'm nervous. <laughs> but sometimes... It's just a little shaker, a little uh, little, oh, yeah. a little tequila, a little triple sec. Do you like a, little... a, do you like a margarita? Yeah. Oh, I love a margarita. What's, okay, so your number oh. one go-to drink, Holly. Right now, I actually, last summer, really got into ranch water. What is ranch water? <laughs> ranch water is simply a white tequila, Topo Chico, and a little fresh lime juice. That's it. What's need Topo to, Chico? Is that like triple sack? No, Topo Chico is just mineral water bottled, but it comes in the glass. Okay. It is so good. It is. Yeah, and it's hard to find cases of Topo Chico right now. We got a little supply chain okay. issue. So when you see it at Target, you grab it. Grab it. So oh. a little white tequila, soda, and some lime. Yeah, but it has to be Topo Chico. It does. Yeah, that's where it's going to just, you get the that's nice carbonation in it. The oh. ranch water. That's ranch water. I've never even heard, Lori. Mm-hmm. I, I get bored like with this. drink orders, and then I just Same. drink all brown. That's why I went to Manhattan's. And, right. And that, because I was so bored with drinking a vodka soda. Yeah, I know. I get bored. I... You know what I kind of like is just vodka with some um, roses lime juice and limes yeah it's a heartburn situation later yeah. in the day i'm gonna say that <laughs> i tried every canned cocktail i think when i was you in did. hawaii that was kind of got me through because we were staying not at a hotel though right. obviously it's too long of a thing and i'm like i don't want to make my own drink but i like to have like a like a I'd like, to, I'd like to have a cocktail right before i did lady exercise i felt that it gave me and Pamela. Yeah, only one. <laughs> really, only one because we, yeah, because I would try, we'd try and get them, you know, Casey was like, at first he was really good about being my mini Scorsese, as I call him on my one video. But there were a couple days when he got kind of grumpy with me that he's like, wow, you're going to be I got to go do this again with you. Did you find one that you like? Because I hate the carbonation in them. Like, I want them with light carbonation. Um, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, uh, this coconut vodka pre-mixed in a can was oh. delicious. Oh. Um... I, I, some Bahama Mamas that I liked. I mean, I, Hawaii might have different sure. ones or right. whatever. They had a lot of, there was another mango, um, mango rum brew, it was called or something. And you just put on a glass of ice and with right. a straw and a little, you know, handful of Maui chips. And I would just read my book and think about what Lady Exercise would say. And then when I'd finished the last of the drink, I'd say, Casey, I'm going to put Pamela in my hair and we're going to get, we're going to film, you know, <laughs> and, um, so and he, I can just see my brother rolling his eyes like, oh, no, no, he's sitting in oh. his underwear watching like, uh, I shouldn't say underwear, but in his shorts yeah. watching either YouTube clips of Howard Stern or he really fell in love with Lady Gaga while we were gone. He watched really every performance really? he could find of her in Vegas, that tour. Oh, yeah. And then he found one where she, the guest appearance and he was because he would be at the beach. I would just go to the beach for two hours. He'd be there for like eight. Yes. And so he really felt like he just, you know, and he likes to read. He likes to know what's going on in the world. But Mm -hmm. for some reason on this, he decided to catch up on Howard Stern and musical performances. Uh, One day he got very, very, very some who's the guy Dolly Parton because she did a cover of the Ballad of the Green Beret. (laughs) <laughs> that song, do you know that? Fighting soldiers from the sky. I mean, this is like I, late 60s. I do yeah. know that song. Fearless <laughs> men <laughs> who You're jump right, and die. Right. It's this marching cadence song. And he, so he was so bewitched that Dolly covered that song <laughs> that he went down the Dolly thing. And I'd be out on the lanai reading my book and sipping my little whatever and i'd be i'd be like is that dolly parton singing or is that lady gaga with the rolling stones so it is funny how you um even if you're just gone for we we got into this little daily routine right and again at the end of the day you liked the canned cocktails i did on a glass with a glass of ice it was so Mm -hmm. refreshing because like I don't know. Like it's see, I'm not you know the wine. You can have your glass uh, of wine, but you know it felt like that felt more refreshing because I would be kind of warm from broadcasting because you couldn't have a window open. Couldn't have that. But then you know <laughs> we the long, the walk to the beach, and I mean my that's where I got my exercise. Basically, was walking to the in beach the and back in yeah. the high heat of the day, and having to dodge sprinklers. Because we park at the hotel, turkeys, you know, real, real big problems, people. But anyway. Yeah, I just. So I think the canned cocktails and all the new beers and people are going to like them. So happy National Beer Day. There you go. We didn't even get to that swimsuit. That no, we didn't get to. You got to go, the thong <laughs> swimsuit, wedgie swimsuit that Holly posted. Lori and I ordered one. <laughs> so those pictures will be up next week. If you want to peek <laughs> at them, they're on the Lori and Julia show page. Okay. Um,
bless Gwen Stefani's heart. You know, all of Ellen Ellen DeGeneres' friends that she's putting out, you know, oh, please, we just come on my show just because, you know, people... She's really relying. Well, you would want that. She's really relying on some of that energy right now yeah. because she's just so damn sick of that show. I love Lori how you talk to her every night and find out all these intimate details. I'm the only one here who watches that show and has watched <laughs> that show on the regular. Okay, I've seen her mood change. I love the new thing you're going to tell me though about Gwen Stefani. But we've known this because Gwen Stefani has lived on this story for several I years. I love it though. That uh, she dines on the story that after Nicole Kidman backed out of Mr. and Mrs. Smith opposite Brad Pitt, which I wish someone would uh, get a good answer from Nicole why she backed out of that. Maybe it's the time of when it was 2005. Was she breaking up with Tommy? Boy, yeah, what was going that on year with her? that she turned right? it down because right? she's such a prolific actor? Yes, so it came down to Angelina Jolie and Gwen Stefani. So Gwen reserved that story to Ellen yesterday about that she was approached and she had a couple auditions. Oh, yeah, more than yeah, and she, you know, Ellen asked her because Ellen forgot the answer. She forgot that she and Gwen are really not that good of friends. And she said, <laughs> did you, do you like that? Yeah. She invites all of her good friends, yeah. but she forgot that we were Yeah, right. she's like, oh, you know, pretending to be interested. What movie role uh, um, did you not get? As if Gwen Stefani is known for acting. Well, that's so right where there, this is so weird, yeah, even that she was considered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she Isn't said, that weird? Yeah, that's but, random. But 20 years ago, Gwen Stefani at the top of her pop game. Is she a triple threat? Can she act? The camera loves her. Right. You know, she's 32. And um, she said, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Angelina beat me. And earlier, like maybe in 2016, she had told Howard Stern that she almost got Mr. and Mrs. Smith, that she did multiple Yes, auditions. Auditions yes. for it. It was very competitive. I wanted to do it, but I wanted to do music more. So maybe there was a no doubt tour or something. She and her husband, Gavin Rostell Bush, already knew Brad socially. So there was like, they kind of had a friendly chemistry. Right. But in 2008, when Stefani told Vogue magazine... Because this is her best Hollywood story, in my opinion. It really is. It was between me and Angelina Jolie. And I'm like, oh, great. I got a shot here. The whole acting thing felt like something I could do. Whenever I've done it, whenever I've had moments where it works, it is just like performing. And she did always do great videos. Oh, yeah. Gwen Stefani telling stories. So photogenic. She said, you hit a moment, and I, that's what movies were. And I thought, I can just do it because it's just a series of how they film it. And so she really thought, thought she had a chance. Because 20 years ago, she was 32 years old, and, you know, that was what the part called for. They wanted early 30s. But it was when Angelina would test with Brad. Oh, please. There's It was sizzling. Done. Mm-hmm chemistry right and they kept you know maybe brad felt like maybe as a, as a manager said are you sure about this it seems like you know this you know this lady you know she's and you know did you know she's bisexual and brad leaned over tell me more right. You know? yes. right. yeah. do you guys remember when gwen stefani was in the movie the aviator that same year oh, yeah 
Yes, and she played Jean Harlow. But it was a nothing role. role. She was, literally walked down, down the red carpet yeah. of Hell's Angels yes. and she just wore a fur, but they hyped that role for they Gwen hyped Stefani. It, and I feel like they she got left on the cutting room floor with some of that. I did forget that. And I she did made totally. an amazing Jean Harlow. Yeah, well, that was like, there was a ton of momentum behind Gwen Stefani Funny. transitioning into okay. an actress with that, but it just never amounted to anything. It, yeah. well, and now here is the latest on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, they're going to be doing a Mr. and Mrs. Smith television series. Okay, this reminds me of Heart to Heart, and that used to be a show that I really loved. <laughs> I loved it. I Heart loved Dark. Heart Dark. With Robert Wagner and Stephanie Powers I every week. They would solve a different crime and be glamorous while they're doing it. So if this is anything like this, I don't know if it's on network. What's well, it going to be? Here's on? what here's <laughs> the, it's gonna be on Prime on Amazon. Okay. And um they've just replaced Phoebe Waller Bridge. Oh shoot. Was um going to be starring in it, but they replaced her. Shoot. And she left the series back in September with an amicable split mm-hmm. stemming from her different creative visions for the series so paid, with Danny Glover. They paid her off. Mm-hmm. Paid her out and they lost out. She's so talented. I think so too. She was the so, script director on No Time to Die. She saved that Bond movie. She was very I love that Flea movie. Bag. Okay, Killing so, Eve. So Pen Fifteen co creator and star Maya Erskine is set to replace her. Okay, well she's very clever. And um Daniel Donald Glover um will play, you know Mr. Smith. Yeah. Like and that. let's see what's it's exciting, Erskine said. Uh they really are excited. But wouldn't it about be it? great if it was just they solve a crime week to week, like heart to heart or law and order? That would be high <laughs> like I love Just that. Try that. Give Just... Lori the sexy procedural that she deserves. Yeah, a sexy procedural. That's right. We uh, glamorous, you know. Well, the original Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which hit theaters in two thousand and five, mm-hmm. um, was a pair of secret assassins who were hired to um, kill each other. Yeah. So the pilot for a previous reboot of Mr. and Mrs. Smith in 2007 starred, was supposed to star jo, jo, um, Jordana Brewster mm-hmm. and Martin Henderson. Ugh. That was filmed in 2007 by ABC but didn't get picked I, up to go to series. That sounds a good, like a good idea that that didn't. Yeah, are you guys Donald right. Glover fans? Yes. Very. Remember when we saw him play at the concert, the, the radio thing yes. in Vegas? And yes. Yes, he's, I like him. I do too. So I wonder, it's all going to be who they cast, you know, for against who's Mrs. Smith. Right. I don't know who that's going to be, but I know the wedding, everybody uh, that thinks there's somebody on the East Coast wants to be invited to this weekend is happening Saturday. Whose wedding is it? Uh, that would be uh, Victorian David Beckham's son oh, is getting married. To a billionaire's daughter. Yeah, Brooklyn Beckham is marrying Nicola Peltz. And yes, they've signed their prenup because she's from a billionaire's billionaire family. family. I loved her. She gave an interview. I've only had to go to Rome twice for my Valentino dress fitting. Do you know how much fun it would go to the, think oh, of that wedding? It's in Palm mm-hmm. Beach. Think of that wedding. It's at this estate of the bride's family. They have a 44,000 square foot house with a couple of yachts. And um, yeah, Gordon Ramsay, Mark Anthony, Ava Longoria. um, She's wearing Valentino. They're they're very young. Um, 
um, Brooklyn and Nicola. Are they like 20 and 21 or 21 and 22? They're very young. Yes, they're like 24 and 23, something like that. Yeah. But um, she was she was on a show that I liked on like Freeform or something. Okay. Um, she, I think she tried to be, you know, acting and... Um, it's Nicola? Nicola Peltz, P-E-L-T-Z. Her, her dad is worth $1.5 billion dollars. You know, and the um, Beckhams are worth about, you know, and, um, here's what it, Here's million. all it says about him. Nelson Peltz uh, is an American billionaire businessman <laughs> and an investor. He yeah. is a founding partner together with someone, 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 someone at the Trion Fund Management, an alternative investment management fund based in New York. He so is invested. a non-executive chairman yeah. of Wendy's, yeah. Cisco, the Madison Square Garden, H.G. Hines. Yeah. Oh dear. But, but yeah, she was doing the acting thing, but now she's going to try, she's going to be doing this. And she's wearing Valentino, which, of course, people are like. She was oh. in Bates Motel. Yes. So she is an American actress yes. best known for a role as Bradley Martin in the A&E drama series yes. Bates Motel. I feel like Holly, you and I both watched that show. I didn't watch Bates oh, you Motel. Didn't? I didn't, but I people guess, like it. Yeah, it yeah. must have been Donnie and I that geeked out over that show. Must have, yeah. It was like oddly good with that good doctor kid. Yeah, Freddie Highmore, right? Freddie, yeah, yeah Freddie. Um, but anyway, people are like, "Oh, she's not wearing Victoria Beckham." Well, I don't think of Victoria Beckham when I think wedding dresses. And if she did do a wedding dress, I would feel like Victoria Beckham's wedding dresses would be very clean and simple. I see. One hundred percent. Nicola is going to wear some Valentino confection. She's going to look like a wedding bonbon cake, cake or oh, something. And those Valentino beautiful. dresses are amazing. Amazing. The lace, that be all lovely? of that. So that's the society thing that's happening in. And that would be so fun to get an invite oh, to yeah. that. Can you imagine? Wouldn't it be fun to just go to something that she 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 she? Very much so. But I mean, I, really. Yeah, I just think and oh. be on the guest list so you didn't have to hide like you and I usually had to hide in Hollywood. <laughs> you wouldn't have to have your extra she in the bushes. That's no, right. I mean, Lori and I would always have to hide to get into stuff and pretend. But just look that way and run. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, know. I mean, it would be so fun to be really yeah. invited. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? Because right. yeah. yeah. we yeah. always have that nervousness like we're going to get caught. So you really can't relax and enjoy things. It's true. It's true. Because we're, you know. Yeah. We're in something we aren't invited to again. You've yeah. got your Groucho Marx glasses on. It's yeah. a little hard to yeah. just really, relax. It, it Especially really... <laughs> the year I ran over Javier Bardem and Dennis, um, who's my kind, Dennis Leary's uh, feet, feet with my bag luggage. with our microphone in it and our Her comfortable shoes this as we're sneaking tiny, in a back door sneaking in and my wheels went right over both their feet oh to we... get into the people magazine party and, Lori, and i just turned so and looked and i looked right into avr <laughs> bardem's eyes and i it was everything i could say not to say to him my god your head is as big as a horse it <laughs> It was, but Larry, I mean, we were eye Lori, to eye. We were the same height. We were cold that year. I think it was the year we got rained on, oh, and yeah. then Lori's got her. You yeah. had the wheels. I made you take you the did. wheels, and I just scooted in front of you. And I'm short, so I'm dodging. Dodging, and, and I'm rolling. And Lori's rolling over people's feet. Because I know I'm just going to find a couch and I'll stash it somewhere because they have all these fancy couches everywhere. Mm-hmm. But we were so. Sneaking in. Sneaking in. And as so I bad. roll over his feet, you know, and I'm staring right into his eyes and I'm in heels. So, you know, he's like 5'10", you know, I'm 5'10 in my heels. And 
and uh, my comfortable shoes were in the bag that I just rolled over his feet. It was so funny. But, I mean, his head was so big, it almost felt like I was looking at, you know, a, a horse because it was just gigantic. <laughs> a funny man. And a beautiful, and Dennis Leary was really tall, and he had beautiful, beautiful eyes and this big wavy. I just didn't expect to run over his feet and then Dennis Leary right next to him. I mean, and they does? both just stared. Lori was so funny, me. and I saw her. I laughed so hard. You just kept dodging. I did the seventh weirdest thing they saw that night. Probably, maybe. You're so right. You're so right. We should have just, yeah. Anyway, out of our way. Out of our way, everybody. We're sneaking into the party. Big winners tonight. We've got a bag full of our awards. (laughs) Oh, our awards and our microphone and our comfortable shoes and an umbrella. Again, I want to be invited to something fancy instead of having to go in the back door and sneak in. That's right. Even when we snuck on the Sex in the seat, um, City set. No, even we, though we're we invited, were invited, but we, were we invited. stayed to... Remember? we had No, a, I lingered in, the, in yes, SJP's got closet because I was trying to put on a Manolo Blahnik. She was. And I looked like one of Cinderella's sisters with the and shoe then we were in on my big toe. It's and always you. I know. It's always me. Yeah. It is me. Then the lady did come back and yell at me. She did. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll come back with Hollywood speak. It's Lo- oh, What are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Okay, Ireland Baldwin was Ooh. asked on social media to comment about her dad having um, uh, another baby with his wife and. Hello. And uh, she said, uh, she says, well, I think a lot of people want my take on this. Well, here it is for free, she writes. It's none of my business. Good for her. Now, that is the equivalent of never complain, never explain. Good for Hmm. her. It's none of my business. This could be a new thing that maybe people will start employing now in in Hollywood. It's none of my business. None of my business. No comment. Okay, here's one. So I'm going to just say that is very good, Ireland. That is a very good reaction uh, to give as a hot take um, because I imagine that she really gets it on on her socials because A, Hilaria Baldwin is about one of the most annoying people who's ever lived to be on social media. And that's her, her you know, her dad's wife. You know, yeah. the half brothers and sisters, and then her dad is just a, a guy who can't get out of his own way. So, you know, she's trying to make her living being a model, actress, whatever she's doing. So I imagine she gets a lot. So I think maybe her mom, Kim, gave her that advice. Maybe somebody else did. Just say it's none of my business. I like Don't that. say a thing. What are you going to say? What did you think? What did you guys think about learning this last night when... um Jimmy Kimmel had the Kardashian gang on for mm-hmm. their upcoming Hulu show. And I he, thought they were shiny and tan and bronzed. And he, <laughs> I thought they looked great. And he asked Kim um, and showed a picture of when Kim Kardashian was on SNL last fall. And she was um, with Aladdin, Pete Davidson, mm-hmm. who she's now in a relationship with and her and she were on a carpet Dressed up as... as in, she was Jasmine. Jasmine, thank you. I couldn't mm-hmm. think of who the hell the name of the character was. Yeah. And he said, is this time the first time you kissed him? And she said, yes. Mm-hmm. And then he, she added the sweet fact that he gave her that carpet and the costumes along with the magic genie thing for a Valentine's Day present. 
I mean, I thought that was that's romantic. Yeah. I thought it romantic. It is very cute. And, Didn't you think and so? And I bet she was pleasantly surprised to lean and over and kiss because Pete Davidson, no matter what people say about him, he's got these very pillowy lips, and mm-hmm. I think he smells good. Don't ask me why, but he's got that BDE, so I think he smells good. And he had just pleasant lips to do one of those sort of chaste kisses. I thought it was so sweet. And, you know, she hadn't been kissed or, um, by Kanye in so, so long, Julia. This is the problem when people do long-distance marriages from Wyoming to California Wherever you are, if there is distance, it wears on you to have the separation. This is really, Julia, it's very true. This is why it's hard to be a military spouse. Because people will go on tours of duty and you're gone three months, six months, nine right. months. It, the physical not having that is feels very, and I bet she like felt a little a little thrill. Well, and also oh, we also a little thrill, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that and I bet he sent a huge bouquet of flowers to her at Jimmy Kimmel last night. I thought that was sweet too. He seems like a listen. There's yeah. a reason why he's had a lot. Of, he's a little bit of a Warren Beatty. He's, I think he's, he's a stud, but I think he's, and, they're crazy for each other. That may be, but I'm going to tell Kim what I wished I'd listened to is you don't want to rebound Mary, okay? And when you've been in a relationship that's been I'm going to just say it. No, I'm going to say it. I feel like Kanye West was an emotionally abusive man. And I wouldn't be surprised. We're not even in a relationship with him. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was verbally abusive. I Mm. don't think he was physically abusive, but verbal and emotional abuse is is painful. Not like, but those, it's very difficult. And so I think that she... She's got four kids. He's 28. She's 40. He might want to have kids. This might be a thing that's right now. It's going to be a beautiful romance fun. that just lasts a couple of years. I mean, don't, she doesn't need to worry about it or fall in love because we, and she should know this. She's a woman of 40 now. She married, you know, like the th- third serious boyfriend she had at 19. I mean, she's a serial monogamous. And you don't have to marry all of them, is what. I feel she should tell her 40-year-old self. All right, there you go. You know, have a, have a, you don't. Enjoy the magic carpet ride. Thank you, Holly. That is the that is the Hollywood speak on that. So I, I feel like she's there. Mm-hmm. You know? Chloe? No, not so much. No, this, Julia. What do you make of the across the pond, them running a thing, a story, monarchy, R.I.P., and all the ways they think that the monarchy should just be dismantled as soon as Queen Elizabeth dies? I think this is a very rude headline. (laughs) I'm like, I love you. I I think this is a rude headline. (laughs) I, I mean, that's my Hollywood speak. I'm like, geez, Louise, it is a very... Uh, apparently a lot of things, apparently that Caribbean tour was quite a flop for Kate and, she, and, like and William. Mm-hmm. It went over, uh, they really needed Harry and Meghan on that tour. Yeah, I just feel like a lot of things are flopping right now for them. But yeah, again. But that was a particular flop for him. Remember, and he flopped his history lesson, right? When the, remember the uh, Ukraine war started and he said mm-hmm. something like, uh, you know, people in Europe, we, we're not used to war. And everyone was just like, whoa, what? That, oh boy, anyway, the queen, I wish her nothing but the best, but yeah, they're, 
there. I think it's too entrenched. There are too many people who benefit from there it. But I way too many. But I do think that they are going to get become more and more like a a branch of the government. Yes, with very little power. Yeah. With very little power and maybe a cut a, a substantial cutback in money. I think the money is the key thing there. But I them. think the money. they bring in a ton of money because people still go to Buckingham Palace. People are still it's doesn't the grief to dollar ratio well, doesn't work out and I think How do you that, know? You I, have their spreadsheet. Because people are fun. People love Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Not so much Charles and way not so much William. The kitchen will be rearranged. Yeah. In the near future, yeah. perhaps. But to your, yeah, to your point, Julia, British history, super fun. That's yeah. not going to go away. No, and it isn't going to go away, but they don't have to maybe give them, um, you know, whatever. however, $100 million a right, year or right, whatever right, right. it is in the budget. They're like, right. hey, you know, things we're going to change. Things are going to change. Yeah. I think that's the point of this article. I mean, at first, I'm like, what? Rude. Rude, she's still alive. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. We have a lot of music news when we come back. Don't go anywhere.